Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's going on? Hope all is well. I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. And this is Nice and Neat, the podcast. We're three quintessential friends dedicated to the 360-degree development of men. Our goal is to not only share our experiences, but offer as much value as we possibly can through the lessons we've learned along the way. When I say we talk about everything, we talk about everything. Character, discipline, career development. Oh, and let me not forget, we get real personal. Now make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our episodes. Write a review. Let us know what you think. Enjoy. No wiggle room, no conversation. <laughs> we gotta have some kind of foundation, right? I mean, and we back. It's still a just, just like this. And we this back. Is, yeah. Just like this track. This is nice and neat. Let's go and get them for the road left Hey, yeah. To the hundreds, for the fuck the club. This is the fucking vibe. I'm trying to keep a level head. one of the most sparklers over here and bring that goddamn tequila. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Yo, what's the deal, y'all? Yo, what's the deal, y'all? Hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. And I'm Broderick. And this is another episode of Nice and Neat. As you see, we have an incredibly special guest here today. We got our brother, Broderick Hunter. He is in the Over. building. Oh, let, me, let, me, let me not even do that like that. We have, we have international supermodel. We got Come on. actor. Come on. We got activist. We Come got on. amazing 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 broderick hunter in the building hailing from the ie yes hello i seen something interesting in your bio i'm gonna ask you a question i seen oslo norway somebody at wikipedia needs to fix this shit what is that (laughs) i have never been to oslo norway in my life I don't we, even wait, know what that. I don't even know what. I don't even know what the airport is. I have no idea why that's there. But you mean to tell me, Wiki, don't tell the truth? Damn. Damn. I heard that once. Damn. 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 I, damn, I, damn. I have so much faith in Wikipedia. Damn. Wikipedia. Boy, all my sources like in school failed source. me. <laughs> damn. Have, have, no. Have y'all Wikipedia lied before? Omar Duke? I'm sure. Skim through it. There's probably some shit in there that don't make no sense. Some beta shit. Okay, hold on. We gotta get to the bottom of this. Oslo, Norway. I couldn't even tell you where it's at. That's, I know Norway, but I don't Oslo. Like, does it even look like just like, like a oh, name? Yeah, that nigga from well, Oslo. Well, well, sounds like somebody's name. Well, you know what? We probably wouldn't put we don't we wouldn't put it past you just because of I the did. international modeling. You know what I mean? It was like, well, you know what? Uh-oh. They're going to well, model this. Well, He's rising right we now. We have both. You are familiar with the Inland Empire. You know good and damn me. well. I'm not saying me. <laughs> I'm just saying people could see it and be like, well, I, I guess I could see that. You it's understandable, I mean? but no. I, I, <laughs> I, that's something I would have mentioned a long I, time ago. I wouldn't ago. dare disgrace you like that. You know what I mean? I know you're a proud representative of the IE. You I know like, what I mean? Inland, like, thank you, Omar. Oh, I appreciate this. The IE is the Inland Empire. Know. 
I is an inland empire. It's basically so what we what we all live in right now is LA County, right? Mm-hmm. The IE is part of the Riverside County. So you got Ontario, you got Chino, you got Redlands, you got uh, Rialto, San Bernardino, um, Reno Valley, Lake Elsinore, uh, Temecula. Mm-hmm. You know all these like. Um, Inland cities, they call it the inland empire. It's inland, away from the sea. You know, oh, like so, not 45 to hours. Yeah, to 45 hour east, 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 east of east, LA. East of LA, you know what I'm saying? So, so away from mm-hmm. the water. So, Broderick is not from Oslo. After okay. all that, we have come to the conclusion yeah. that no, okay. <laughs> I am so, not from Oslo. So, I thought that was a part of the reason that was going to help me lead into I do know Oslo, Norway is extremely cold. And one thing I do know about skin is that it operates really, really good in the cold. It stays nice and tight and firm. And I was like, maybe that's why my man's skincare is off the hook. It's gotta be, it's gotta be Oslo. So you went went from the city of Oslo into taking into the consideration of how skin reacts to cold the cold in Boom. oslo so then you put two into the guys like yeah you know what he definitely is from oslo he gotta is be. great gotta be <laughs> look at his skin what the fuck the and brother w- gotta be and wikipedia said it oh no, yeah well do you know what that's honestly the selling factor that, wiki that wiki, wiki does not lie they don't if, lie if that they is one lie. thing we're gonna stick with wiki does not lie okay so as as you see broderick has incredible skin i mean i think we all do well when it comes to the skin but you being a model all jokes aside man you have incredible skin is Thank there you. anything you do besides your parents <laughs> besides that, the bloodline besides well, the bloodline that like how did you get to this point to where it was just like yo like i'm known for my skin and i'm gonna make sure i keep it tight well to be completely real and honest i came from the part of the industry where as a black model back then you had to show up damn near perfect and there was no room for error. Hair, skin, nails, all that had to be on point. So uh, coming from being an athlete into this industry, I had to learn certain things that would have to keep me right because I wasn't just going up in the industry uh, against just other black guys. I was having to be out white white guys, you know, had to be out Asian fellows. Like this was about around a time where black guys weren't getting used in the industry at all. So knowing that, um, I just had to take much more uh, effort into making sure that I had a skincare regimen. So exfoliating, what do I eat? What do I drink? Couldn't do anything that eat? would. What do you drink? Um, I, I do. Well, I like a lot of liquor, tequila, reposado to be exact. Lots of that. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're fans of a uh, reposado here. Reposado, yeah, yeah. team reposado. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I like to drink. I like tequila and stuff like that. But it's primarily what it has to do is I just try to make sure I'm um, keeping my alkaline water intake. Um, I drink a lot of celery juice, spinach juice, a lot of greens. What I've uh, realized that helps me a lot. So um, that and then also, obviously, you guys know working out is effective. It's Mm -hmm. not really what you put in your body. It's what you do to your body. So the products will only go so far. But I think that it's more so just about what I put in my body and how I treat my body. So Why is the celery juice and the juices that you drink as far as that goes is so important? um, Do they have any special... um, Skin aging. Skin age anti. So I'm like, is that like an esthetician over here? <laughs> no. Um, well, thing about good thing about what I realized with spinach is it's a it's a it's a good um, it, it's a good detox. So it gets it gets rid of a lot of inf- inflammation in your in your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, also with celery, it's primarily water. So you're just adding more water to your system. Water is one of the best things you could ever do to your body. And uh, not to get like too 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 like 
technical. Not technical. Not only technical. I don't want to get like too. I don't. I don't want to. I want to come off as um, an expert. Not an expert, but <laughs> yeah, help okay. Out. I'm just gonna say it. Scientist. Are you guys familiar with colon cleanses? Yeah, I heard about. Okay, it. Yeah. great. Yeah, nah, so go ahead. Update us. Update colon us. cleanses. Colon cleanses are great. They clear. Like they literally clear out your whole body. So it's a interesting, uncomfortable process. Once you get past it, you realize it's how good it is for your body. But you do them? I, I do. I do do. Is this like a? Is this a, a colonic? Is it that? Yeah, what colonic talking, cleanse. Talking, yeah. yeah, colonic Run, cleanses. Let's do that. For, for I'm not running through the process. You can. You can say you can take a pill, or you can go to the the doctor, okay. and they'll give you the procedure from there. But y'all can do your own research. <laughs> it's not. It's definitely. It's definitely not the most comfortable process. Let's talk about the process. Fuck that. You talk about the let's process, talk, Omar. Let's talk. I, well, I personally, I've never had a colonic, so. I, 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 have you yo, had a colonic? I, I've never. No, had I a haven't. Colonic. I haven't. But I kind of want to shift gears, though. Yeah, I, I do have a question. I heard you say. <laughs> I heard you say something about being an athlete, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. How was that transition from being an athlete to go into being a model? Right? Did you uh, ever struggle with like man. that that trying to prove your masculinity and having to ask your questions um, or something like that? Right? Because it's kind of a different world. It is, and honestly, it depends on what time you come into it. As see, I started in 2011, and then 2015 became a lot different. Then 2019 became a lot different. So, if we're gonna go back to the beginning, <clears throat> being an athlete into the modeling industry back then they really tried to size you down. So a lot of those practices of lifting weights, building muscle, getting ripped and everything being large wasn't working because they wanted you to be very small, very yeah. thin, very frail. And that's just what the industry was calling for. If you didn't want to do that, that's fine. It's your decision. You just weren't going to get booked. Mm -hmm. So uh, the struggle for me being an athlete and having to readjust my whole entire lifestyle of being used to lifting weights, being used to being in the gym, being used to playing basketball. At that time, I still had a love for basketball. I couldn't even play ball anymore because my legs would get too big and I couldn't fit the, fit the jeans. Yeah. So that was a huge, like, dang, do I want to sacrifice something that I enjoy doing to do this industry mm -hmm. and I tried to play it in between uh, for a minute and just didn't work so transitioning from being an athlete back then was very very uncomfortable because I didn't know how to use my body in a, in terms of how I can size down so I literally just do nothing yeah if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive at participating McDonald's. Literally nothing, just to make my muscles go down, all that. So then we see, uh, fast forward to 2015. Now you have a really dope athletic market that is actually looking for guys who had been past athletes that do, that want to get into fashion, commercial, and stuff like that. I think that was around the time I met you, Duke, yeah, in 2017, yeah. 2018. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like 2015 to 2018, there was a really big push in like athletes like kind of doing runway shows and stuff like that so that time frame kind of shifted so now it's like okay now they now they don't mind we're big now they don't mind the muscles and stuff like that so yeah. i got start got, got start working out again so it was really just teeter-tottering back and forth to what would make sense for me to fit into the into that bill until i've created a big name to not have to follow those yeah rules. and then so once you make that decision mm -hmm. to become a model did you have to explain that to people as far as like hey this is what i want to do Yes. And then, um, Shit. yeah. So, did you have to explain that um, to, to, to like, as far as like, okay, this is what I want to do? And did you get pushback from people that the circle you was in around, right? And then mm -hmm. one more thing, is it something that you really want to do? Or you kind of just fell into because people were like, oh, you're attractive, you should be a model. Uh, I'll answer both those questions. Uh, within the realm of having to explain 
to people why like I want to do fashion. I was really just coming from a place of, hey, I'm just trying something new at this time. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying what the process looks like. I'm, I'm interested in seeing kind of like where it goes. Kind of like when you meet a girl and you don't really exactly know if you're going to be around. You kind of just mm-hmm. going to, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to take you out. to a, yeah, I'm not going to take you to an expensive restaurant right now. <laughs> but if I like you enough, maybe we'll, you know, I'll, we'll I'll, get I want to get, I want if I want to keep your attention, you're going to do what's required to keep their attention, right? Yep. So in terms of being in this industry of trying to make it make sense to pe- making it sen- make sense for me to other people if, if I cared enough to explain it to them I would just really be like hey you know I do come from this place of being an athlete but I also am very interested in seeing what else is out there for me mm-hmm. and this is something that's caught my attention and I'm gonna see where it goes so and mm-hmm. oh, I guess nah go ahead yeah this is kind of just like piggybacking off of that question too like how did you make that decision like what, what what cross to be a model to be a model yeah to be a yeah. model like how do you how do you graduate high school go mm-hmm. to college and then be like you know what model I'm about to do the modeling thing mm-hmm. I'll give you a short story uh, when I I graduated high school 2009 and at that time I had uh, a few scholarships. He was offers. a hooper. Hooper. I, yeah, I used, hooper. I used to play ball. I used to play basketball. Hey, so glory years of Ed You was a hooper. It was not. We we had a very nice, uh, a, a very nice squad. So <laughs> I liked. I definitely had every opportunity to become a really great college athlete. And I don't know if I would have gone pro or not, but I definitely had enough skill to do college basketball. So at that time, I was in a program that wasn't necessarily fulfilling me. I'm sure you guys are familiar when you guys are in a program as athletes yeah. where the coach isn't necessarily letting you do what you need to do yeah. what you know how to do mm-hmm. in order for you to be your best version of yourself yeah. because at the end of the day you're fitting into a system so within knowing that i um ended up going to a post high school camp and i had gotten looks for a lot of top schools and i was very close to getting my uh my scholarships and stuff i ended up getting uh, a lot of feedback and a lot of good looks where i got to get invited to these practice squads and i got to get, get in front of the coaches and play with the team to see what what it would look like for me in their system while I was literally in the midst of getting into another opportunity in basketball, I got hurt at the camp mm-hmm. and I lost, um, lo- lost a lot of my mobility at the camp and I was basically became damaged goods. Mm-hmm. So when I became damaged goods, what happens to the scholarship? Gone. Pulled mm-hmm. Pull the scholarly. So I, I was in Florida and I was on a plane back to California to figure out what the hell I needed to do. I went into junior college. Try to muster up the confidence to continue playing basketball and to continue doing what I love, what I knew how to do. Because as athletes, we know that, you know, like sometimes all you know from eight years old into 22, 21, that's like I wasn't trying to go to be a physical therapist or, you know, be in a cubicle. I wasn't trying to do all that. So I um, while I was in junior college, I got the opportunity to do a photo shoot with photographer Tyron Red, and shout out to Tyron if he sees this. Tyron uh, hit me up and said, hey bro, you have a great look. I think he saw one of my prom photos or something like that, and said, yo dude, you should do a photo shoot, man. Like I think you- Handsome dude. I mean, yeah, dude, I was- up. Uh, Your prom photo, yeah. I just, you know what? <laughs> hey, dude, <laughs> handsome. We need this guy. Thank you. <laughs> we need this guy. But I declined it the first time. I said no. I was like, I'm, I'm a ball player. I'm trying to get my basketball career going, and that's what I wanted to do. And he asked me again, he said, yo, bro, I really think you got something here. So I ended up saying yes to the photo shoot. That particular photo shoot ended up uh, at that time on Facebook, uh, went viral, what they would say. And it was like, yo, you know, new model on the scene, blah, blah, blah. But mind you, it was just, it was just pictures. I wasn't really something I was trying to do. Yep. It was just yep. something I was trying to get my feet wet in. Wow. And I got a great response that way. And so I was like, okay, 
let me kind of ease into this. What I was talking about, you know, when you when you meet a girl, you're not necessarily you want to see kind of what her vibe is before you kind of start splurging and do luxury. So I was like, okay, let me take another step forward in this and see if, if I could do another photo shoot yeah. and maybe see how that goes. And those did well. So then eventually I started getting agencies that wanted to contact me and say, hey, yo, we see your look. We want to get you out here, blah, blah, blah. And fast forward till today, I just it's just, it's just something I continue to entertain. That's how yeah. I look at my career. Yeah. I just continue to put one foot in, one foot in and keep putting yeah. another. So, I'm not going to let you fully fast forward like that. Why not? Okay, you want to, you want to, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna I don't want to take in. up all the time. We're going we're gonna to dive into the career a little bit because you said, you said you took, you took a photo, mm-hmm. probably based off of your prom photo. It's mm-hmm. crazy, by the way, because we all got prom photos and nobody called us. <laughs> Listen, I didn't make the decision. Right? So you looked at your prom photo, boom, you get a photo shoot, great feedback, went viral on Facebook. Um, and then... You got noticed as well, too, in that process, and you were in a music video. Oh, yes. You're in a music video. I tell us, tell about, us about this music video. Yes, in 2012, it was, I think it was this, this she was, was it Sierra? It was Sierra. I think, I think it was Sierra. Sierra, Sierra Sorry. <laughs> Sierra, yes, I, I led Sierra Sorry video, but that, even that story, how, I, how that happened, Give us that. is nothing but God. It's, my, my life is crazy. So... At that time, um, I was coming off of a year in Miami. I lived in Miami for a year. I didn't book any jobs. I worked as a, as a waiter, as a janitor, and as a busser. Uh, my whole time, I was signed under a contract for a modeling agency while I was in Miami. So I saved up that money that I made off of my side hustles to afford a ticket to Milan and go to uh, Milan Fashion Week because I had just got signed to an agency. By yourself? Uh, by myself, yes. Mm-hmm. So... Faith. I um, I went out there. They uh, they said, "Hey, it's Fashion Week. It's a good time for exposure." Mind you, this is a time where social media isn't what it is today. Mm-hmm. So you literally have n- you have nothing but yourself to show. You can't sit over here and talk about Instagram followers, or you can't talk yeah. about what your latest viral video was, or anything it's like a that. Time. It was a because work people. Yeah. You you had to show up. You yep. literally had to show up. So. When I was in Milan, I had got picked up on a Versace show, and then I got dropped from the Versace show. And what, I ended, what do you mean you got picked up? So why oh, you I'm out sorry. there? I yeah. got. Uh, yeah, I, got cast- I, don't I don't understand the lingo. I I'm got sure casted. That. I got casted to be in the Versace show while you were there. While I was so there, so you went out there without a job, and uh, while you were there, you got a job. Yes, I went out there without. So this this this, this is for Fashion Week. This is the walk Life runway is crazy. show. Life is <laughs> uh, you gotta just. You gotta go out on faith. You just gotta believe in yourself. So. I went out there and I literally did not have anything under my belt, like repertoire wise, outside of I did have one That's GQ problem. spread. One what? I, I had one GQ spread. Okay. I just had one. Talk about somebody had nothing. No, no, no. I didn't. I no, no. But listen. But listen. No, no. But quarterly spread. But understand this. But understand this. Compared to again, that's how I'm saying. As a as a black male, yes, it does sound good. But you understand these things aren't like with white guys and stuff. They had all kinds of campaigns already. Mm. Whether you were modeling for a year, six months, a lot of these guys had such a big repertoire. They were getting scooped up on these shows. So as a black male coming into these castings and in Milan. And coming off of being an athlete, I already not only did I have to be super small, I also had to like literally just walk in with something of a little of a book yep. compared to a lot of these other guys. So it wasn't an easy process within that, even though that was one thing that I did have that was something that would get cat the uh the runway show directors like 
Mario, Valentino, Versace, all them to even consider being at the casting. So I got picked up, I got casted by uh, Versace and then I got dropped. So I was showless and they had wanted me to just only walk for their show. So I'm showless at this point and I don't have anything under my belt. So at this point I have to crash castings. I went and crashed uh, basically showing up without- how, how did you get the word of where the casting was at? I was in a, I was in line at another casting. I was crashing. I heard and I heard some guys in the back of me talking about, hey, yo, uh, are you going to D-Square casting later? And I was like, D-Square, hold up. Like, I was like, so I was like, I just eavesdropping. Yep. And I asked him, I was like, yo guys, my phone died. Um, I don't even know where uh, where the next casting is. I'm supposed to go to D-Square. Do you guys know where that address is? <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, bro, don't worry. So I, I borrowed a, I borrowed, I borrowed a, Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A sticky note from the casting uh, people, and I wrote it down uh, on the note just so I didn't just so I didn't I was trying right, to jock it. Yeah. So then I googled the address, and it was it wasn't too far downtown, but it was like later. So I got the address after I left the casting, and I went over to the D squared office. And they weren't even seeing anybody. It's like, hey, we got, we got done seeing people, but they might be back around, uh, I think at that time, like, like three o'clock. So I, that three o'clock was like an hour and a half later. I killed time and I went to uh, go, get a, go get, get a sandwich. And I came back and sure enough, I was the first one there. One of the, the cast director was there and one of the twins for the D squared, uh, the, the, the owners of the brand were there. And I did my walk, I did my thing. And they said, okay, thank you, blah, blah, blah. So I left, they called my agent and they said, hey, yo, they like you. I was like, oh, cool. So I got one opportunity to get into uh, a show. They called back the next day and said, hey, they cast all their people, they don't wanna take you. So now I'm showless again. So then I was like, well, fuck. I was down in the dumps, I was I was shitty, I was like, damn. Uh, six hours later, they get a call from D Squared and they said, hey, they actually changed their mind. They want you to be at the show, but you have to show up in the next hour to do the fitting. I was like, I got up so quick. I went to the fitting. I did the fitting. Uh, they liked me. They confirmed me. And come next, I think the next day or two was the show. And it just so happened that Sierra was at the show. And mm -hmm. she saw me in the show. And she said, I want that guy in my music video. Wow. And that's how I got in the Sierra video. Wow, what a story. That's an incredible <laughs> story, bro. <laughs> Wow, that's how that happened. So it's not just, oh yeah, you were in a video. Well, yeah. I was. Everything's connected. Yeah. The Everything's ambition, connected. Everything's the connected. ambition, the hustle in that story was crazy, man. Thank like, you, man. Really trying to make something out of nothing. I was 22, 21. Hungry. Just you, looking for opportunity. Man. What's crazy is that you were 22 years old and you were like, man, I'm going to, is that your first time in Europe? Mm -hmm. My first time of year, I'm just going out here on a whim by myself, man. I mean, isn't that the beauty of life though, you guys? Yeah. When yeah. you can take things and go out on a whim, yeah. And you just kind of forget about whatever the end result is. You just know what you're going to do and yeah. what, you, what you need to do to get it. That's the, all the drive you need yeah. at the end of the day. That's, yeah. how I took, that's how I look at anything in life these days. Hey, if I know I'm going at this with a good intention and I know I, there's going to be good results out of it, I'm, that's exactly what I'm going to get. That's so fire. I don't look at anything as a bad. I don't look at anything as a negative being dropped. I didn't look at anything. Nah, like, nah, you know. I came because I believe something was here for me. Absolutely. God is great, man. Yeah. I we think are all interesting too. I think it's interesting because most people would say, man, that guy's lucky. Right, so mm -hmm. he, got, he got to the show. Sierra just happened to be at the show. He gets booked, but they don't understand. They don't understand what all the things that happened before that. Absolutely, right. Even going to the first uh, casting, and I guess not getting denied or whatever, and hearing people talk about the next casting, even that subtle thing mm -hmm. just changed the trajectory of the whole trip. You know, because mm -hmm. if that never happens, 
you may not end up in that video if the other casting works out. That's why you know? exactly so it's, it's, that's and that's literally spot on. That's why I always think it's so important to make your decisions based upon how you want to be in that space. Like basically make, don't make your decisions based upon what you think the outcome is going to mm -hmm. be the, 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 the final object. I just erased all that. I said, how is this going to make me feel mm -hmm. if I make this decision? And mm -hmm. if I, mm -hmm. if I go forward, is this going to give me a sense of freedom? Is it going to make me scared? Is it going to make me feel like I'm a failure? Like, what do I, what is my end goal after I make this decision? And my end, my end decision, whenever I made anything was always, I'm going to at least say that I gave something an effort and a Facts. try. Yeah. That's it. Facts. That's all I care about. Like whether whether I whether I get it or not. Like Lady, I make, tried. Not. <laughs> this whole thing makes me think about, and I know, I feel what you were saying about like you never know if he would have took one thing, mm -hmm. this may not have happened. But it just makes me think of that phrase. You and I were having a conversation like amongst ourselves maybe four or five years ago, and you know you said it in the car we were riding. And you were like, bro, we were talking about just opportunities. You're like, yo, opportunities come to those who actively pursue, pursue them. Yep. You know what I mean? And like, that's, that's just, dope. That's what you were doing, bro. Actively, for, active, active, active pursuit. You have yeah. to pursue them. You can't just wish and pray and hope for opportunities and just sit on your ass. Well, what did we talk about roll into you? You know what I mean? Like, you got to yeah. get off we your ass. We ain't that special. No, yeah, I don't think we're not that special. No, no, no. Some people are. No, you're not manifesting like that. No, that's not what ass. Everything requires work. But it's kind of like what we said earlier. Like, like when we talked about you guys in, in Nice and Neat, like, you guys came up with a concept. You sat down and you said, hey, yo, let's try to, let's, let's do something to make this work. You got the equipment, you got a team, you got your niche. It's not just like, oh, yo, these guys have a podcast. Let's get some mics and some cameras. It don't work like that. Right. As you guys well, have seen. It could. It could. But will it but will but will it but will, will it have give, the same effect? I don't know. No, who knows? But yeah. how does it make you guys feel? Yeah. Right. You, are you aren't you guys proud of the platform that you've built? Absolutely. Yeah. So that's the that's the best thing ever. Being yeah. proud of like, damn, I know I went through some shit and this was a headache but damn like i'm still here and guess what you keep on moving forward and that's yeah. how i look at my career and through those headaches too man there's so much learning and growth that happens oh it's the best you know what i mean like like people be like man yeah. the, the headaches they suck bro you're pulling your hair out bro. Yeah, you don't yeah. know what to do you don't know mm -hmm. which way to go but you know when you look back six months a year 12 months you know two years from now five years from now you're like yes. bro, i learned so much from that situation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and you got so much better from that you became a better person and a better man or better lover wisdom better, whatever you gain wisdom wisdom, wisdom. is the best the thing. thing about it hey so i'm i'm listening to you and I'm, I'm i can't help but think man just that whole early that whole early process of trying to become a model right mm -hmm. um how long would you say that it takes for a modeling career to take off and become lucrative right and i understand the changes for everyone yeah but generally like yeah what do you what should someone expect that's coming into the industry to say you know what i got to do this for x amount of time until i could really reap the benefits and also did you ever have any concerns about like the sustainability of a modeling career it's a good question. Great question. Great question. Um, <laughs> Looking the, like this, boy. <laughs> the no advice, concerns. trust me, dude. It's it's <laughs> a lot. Uh, the the time span that I would say for somebody to have specifically a modeling career that that answer has changed. Yeah. And this is the thing I try to tell people all the time, as I'm whether I'm doing a seminar, whether I'm doing an interview. The industry has changed so much in the past ten years that the aspect of what it is to be a model quote unquote has changed because now you have the social media component. Mm -hmm. Somebody can brand themselves super well on social media and make tons of money. 
And that's so great. And I love that because I feel like everybody should have an opportunity to feed themselves and feed their family. So that's one thing I do like about social media. However, when you get to the modeling side of the print side of everything, that within itself, nowadays, honestly, three, three to five years, maybe consistently, mm-hmm. because you have to consistently make relationships. The key to this industry is making relationships, making mm-hmm. people continuously hire you over and over and over and over and over again, making your look sell, killing that photo shoot, killing that role, killing that. That's what makes people want to continue to re- yeah. mm-hmm. reinvest in you and also being a good person because you want people to be good around you. So all of these things takes so much time yeah and people have this this thing where it's like oh I, I do a photo shoot and i do this campaign i'm set this is gonna set off my career there's been times i've done worldwide national campaigns and wouldn't see a single uh job opportunity for eight nine months yeah mm. just because that's how the industry flows yeah but also when you get to the point in a career where you are more specific about your decisions that's when you truly kind of get mm-hmm. your your stuff going so to answer your question three to five years did you have did you ever have any concerns about the sustainability of the yes. modeling career yes okay <laughs> yes yes okay a million yeses <laughs> i like okay would you people at your age 22 let's say like we're in our 30s now right yep would you let's say you are in your cubicle and you're just chilling and you're like hmm i'm gonna make a really nice living buy the car I want, get the house I want, eat where I want, travel all over the world based upon somebody else's decision Mm. on Mm -hmm. whether I fit their project or not. Mm. Does that sound sustainable? No, no, not at all. No, No. but that's the decision I made. So the answer is no. But the thing about it is I knew I had something that everyone else didn't. And that at that time, that was perseverance. And that was the power of God and the universe always being in my favor. Mm-hmm. So I knew I could, whenever, I, it was never an if, it was a when. And that's my mindset I always went. I was like, I know I could do this. I just have to wait for the right time. And everything that struck at the right time all made sense. Mm-hmm. So along, for a large portion of my career, I was flat broke. There was points and times where I couldn't get a cab. There was points and times I would rather, I lived in Harlem, I would rather walk to Brooklyn just to dent than rather pay for a cap only because I did not have it. And these were in the prime times of my career where people are like, yo, I saw you in this. I saw you in that. Money goes fast, bro. (laughs) Money goes really fast. So that's why you have to always find new ways and in different ways of of keeping yourself going because it's not always guaranteed where somebody's going to just keep on saying yes to you because nobody's no people say no to me all the time i still get declined yeah mm-hmm. you know and that's okay i'm i'm very grateful for the no's it just lets me know that i'm at least i'm being seen the fact that you're being considered is when something happens to your kitchen you might say this is ludicrous but that won't fix your home that will only get you the rapper ludicrous having trouble don't panic don't be alarmed you need to file a claim holla at state farm like a good neighbor state farm is there that's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. It's half the battle. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're just at least being seen. That's why social media is a great thing, because you can always present yourself in a way you can be seen. I've been I've, I've gone to castings where I've been kicked out of the casting because we already, we already got a black guy. They said that to my face. Oh, wow. Say, like, hey, we've already got we already booked a black guy about 30 minutes ago. Sorry, you can go home. 
I've had that happen to me many times in my career. (laughs) So like that's that's another component where I always take into consideration of the stability bar, because sometimes you're just not even going to get booked just because the client doesn't want to see color in their shit. Mm -hmm. That was the realness of it in that time. It's not so much now, but Mm -hmm. it's the truth. Yeah, it's the truth. It's the truth. You know, one thing you said, you you touched on social media and just like you gave your kudos to social media as far as people can brand their own self, create their own image around their social media. But I talk about this with my girl all the time. She was a model growing up. And there's a difference between print, runway, commercial, commercial, editorial, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And yes. right? Instagram's a whole different portfolio. Right. So and 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 part of the reason why I say that is she has a real big problem being able to just even find clothes because when we were younger, the clothes and the things were based off of the runway. Mm-hmm. That's what they're based off. Now you see Instagram models model these clothes. These, some of these girls are five, three, you know, different body types. Some of the guys five, seven different mm-hmm. body type. Yeah. And it's not necessarily the popular, the popular body type. Yeah. How did Instagram have such a, a disrupt in what we consider as fashion? Easy. Voices and power. Mm-hmm. Like Influence. people have a voice now. People can speak up on things. Mm-hmm. So back in the fashion years, you dare speak up to somebody in person. They'll blackball you. But now you have social media at your handle. Please, you can talk about certain things. They'll say, why is this person better than this person? And someone will be like, well, you know what? That's a problem. Yeah, I agree. That's a problem. Some, it's, it's accumulation of voices. Mm-hmm coming into one and, and, and creating a change. So when it came down to the Instagram modeling aspect, yeah, it was uncomfortable for a lot of standard fashion models, 5'11", you know, size two, however you want to call it, to look and say, well, dang, this girl is doing exactly what I'm doing, but I had to sacrifice my time, my body. You know what I'm saying? There's, women in fashion have to go through a lot. So then you have these people coming up on the Instagram Uh, getting like you know doing these gigs and stuff and it kind of ruffled a few people but at the end of the day it wasn't anything bad it was more so just a change in the industry where things were just becoming more open that's the that's just kind of like the way it it went i'm gonna ask you do you do you feel like instagram models belong on the runway i think anybody belongs on the runway hello I think I, I, the, run, the runway, I didn't create the runway. Oh. Somebody else created the runway. So who am I so, to say? Who am I? Who am I, to say? Who, who am, I think if, hell, you can have anybody. You, <laughs> you could be, you, you, you belong on the runway. Omar belongs on the runway. Duke, you motherfuckers will fuck up the no, I, runway. I, I, be, I belong on the runway. You belong say on that. the runway. Six, say that, you know. <laughs> I look like Get so, this man on know? the fucking runway. Come on Please. Now. Come on now. <laughs> it needs to be, no, but like, honestly, bro, like, I feel like the, we're in a society now where everything was so controlled. And this is the same way they try to break down black people. They try to make people feel like they don't belong. Mm. You don't belong here. This, you, this isn't your lane. Stay in your lane. Mm. There are no lanes. Lanes were created anyway. Mm. So I don't believe Ooh. in any of that. Like, oh, this is something you can't, cannot do. People told me I shouldn't be acting and stuff, but I still ended up on Insecure. Come on. So I'm like, I don't necessarily believe in anybody saying like, oh, like, like how, how, like this, isn't this something wrong? No, there's nothing wrong with it. Dude, you can go be a freaking doctor tomorrow if you wanted to. Omar, you can go be a firefighter. Dog, you can go rock the runway. I can go, I can go, I can go open up a pet, a pet gallery. And I ain't ain't had a dog in 10 years. But guess what? With my influence, somebody would trust me. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where the power of influence comes in. (laughs) That's the whistle, in case y'all didn't know. Hey, what's up, bro? Where the whistle at? Where is the whistle at? It's been weeks. Where's bro. the whistle, bro? I know a lot has been going on in the world. 
A lot has been going on with us individually. Has a lot been going on with you? I'm sure it has. But you don't got no excuse. What you mean I don't got no excuse? You don't got no excuse. Where the whistle been at? Bro, I don't know where the whistle been at. I don't know where the whistle been at. Three weeks now, I don't know where the whistle been To be honest, I honestly think I lost the whistle. Comment right now. Shame on you, I feel like I lost the whistle. It's been... Now we gotta seasons. go on post production and plug in a whistle. This is crazy. Sound. This nah, is crazy. But you know what? Put a fake wiggle, fake he won't forget those grills, though. No, that's what he don't forget. He the don't what? Forget he don't forget the chains. Hey, you know what? Nah, Check this out. What's the deal, y'all? Welcome back to the Nice and Neat Halftime Show. I'm your host, Omar. Man, we got Roderick Hunter here in the building. We talking lifestyle. We talking uh, career. We talking uh, family. We talking cosmetics. We're not really talking cosmetics, but we talking skincare. But I guess that, that is grooming. Yes, male grooming. Absolutely. All, all of that. All of that. But. It is halftime, man, and one of my favorite segments of the show, I'm pretty sure just like everybody else here, is Dim the Rules, man. So I'm very excited to get into the, today's topic. Duke, talk to us, man. What we got? Okay, so today we talking about grooming. Okay? All right. And what I want to know, fellas, is I want to know what are, what is the grooming etiquette before you go to your girl's house? Or maybe she, she may not be your girl. Maybe she's just a friend, right? Link up. A link up. I like a link that. up. A link up. Okay, we got a link up. Okay, I like your this. experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so been around these trees. You getting ready? You getting ready to go to the link up? Okay. All right. I want to know what are some what are some of the rules, and what are some of the things that we have to do to make sure that our grooming is on point before we engage in that interaction. <sighs> ah, that's simple. Number one, oral. Mm. Your teeth. Okay, facts. Like floss. Like, I know sometimes motherfuckers don't okay. be flossing. That helps. Hey. Floss, mouthwash, make sure that oral is right because I feel like the number one thing that'll turn off a girl so quick bad breath. is bad breath. Yeah. You can come in there, you know, she, she could, your, your clothes might be a little funky. She's like, yo, I'll wash them. Mm. But you, but, but, some, mouth, but her having to go is like, yo, like, she ain't gonna tell you, like, yo, bro, go brush your teeth. That's gonna set up the whole vibe, unless you guys really know each other. Mm, so right. the first link up, I always, number one thing is breath. And oh, what's the, what's the oral. caveat about bad breath? What's the caveat that a lot of people don't know? Scrape that tongue. Oh, the tongue. Yes, the, the tongue. Scrape right. that tongue. But, but you know what, though? Like, what Roger was saying, too, like, flossing, flossing bro. Too. Flossing, like, a lot of people a lot of people have bad breath because, like, just shit just gets stuck in, mm, in, yeah. in between the teeth. That doesn't, mm. it's, it's hard to get out with Brushing the brush. Brushing is not enough. You mm. know what I mean? And, like, just think about, like, days go by and it has, it's been, it's just stuck yeah, in yeah, there, bro. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Just that's old food. food. That's food. Yeah. Yep. Old yeah, food. food. You know what yep. I mean? Just yeah. in your mouth. So, the, Duke, I want to clarify. When you say the link up, See, my mind went to a whole nother place when you okay, said the link okay. up. I don't know what we was just talking about. Just kind of like, like just. It's but, 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 I, but I feel like. Right, right, right. right I, I wanted to know when you said, okay, because when, when you said the link up, I'm thinking like it's for sure cracking at the end of the yeah. night. Like it's going down because you definitely got to have them teeth. Just keep it real. You yeah. about to get some booty. It's a movie. I mean, <laughs> are you just going? Are you just going to? I mean, if you really are just going I'm to watch a movie, you're going the, with the open mind of the, something. I feel. No, well, no, no. Well, well, you're, actually, you're actually going with a closed mind. Let's just say that. Open, closed. Let's just call it a closed mind. Okay. You going there? You going there for one, one reason, reason and one reason only. And one reason only. Because you know, right? we we um we got some gifts earlier this season from one of our sponsors, and it was it was it was manscaping area. Wonderful. Know, grooming, mm -hmm. grooming, right? So. When we when, I, when we said the link up, I was like, oh, we got to be manscaped. Definitely got to be manscaped. Got to make sure you, the protocol down there is, not, brother, you manscaped? I don't really, man, I trim. I don't really like to be like bald. 
Okay. okay. I'm not okay. a ball. What about you? Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm not a ball head. I'm not a ball. I'm not a ball I'm not a person. No, I'm not a like porn star down there. Oh, yeah, I'm tongue yeah. out. Yeah, nah, I can't. I'm tongue out Michael Jordan from the free throw line. I'm like, <laughs> I'm in between. You in between? I'm in between. Yeah, it's like you know, comfort. As long, as long, I feel like as long as my girl could see baseline and she could touch baseline, then we good. We I think that's a good standard to go off. This is a little little personal. It's, it's getting a little close, but like, we get personal here. Like when you when you when you scaping, like what you, what you use though, like how you. Oh, I use the clippers. You, the what? Clippers. I use clippers, bro. I, like I use, the plug, the pl like the Andes. Yeah. There's like there's a, there's a, there's like the peanut, the wall what, peanuts what, what, good for that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. That's, that's like, the Andes, like, because, like the Andes. Hold like the Andes. Hold on, you use the Andes on your yeah. What you use? Like the trimmer? Nah. Yes. Yeah. No, no, yes. that, that's okay. That's normal. That's like, fine. Hold on, hold on, y'all putting, y'all putting, y'all putting motors. Well, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna use the shears, Omar? Are you gonna just give it a fade or something? What, what do you, you want to do? <laughs> I'm using a Gillette. Oh, I'm using a razor. Wait, 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 wait. You actually use a straight razor? I use a razor. Wow, you are yes. a man, oh, aren't oh, you? Oh, oh, you animal. He's a caveman. What? Hold on, wait a minute. This man eats a salad with a rake. Are you serious? How else you get bald head Michael Jordan? I mean, there's other. There's, you, Yo, think about what y'all saying right now. You can nah, zero. You know, Omar. You can zero grab. You can yeah, zero man, grab trimmers that, to get the Andes. Yes, bro. Ain't no, there is ain't wait, no level. Wait, wait a minute. I, I still think we're getting away from it. So, okay, you use that no matter what. Like, so, like, let's say you're gonna go meet a girl. I'm sure. I'm, I hope you guys have had conversations. Just like, yo, it's, it could go down. It could not go down. Let's say you guys are already. You guys are already interacting mm -hmm. in that way. I think it's important to obviously know what she like, but are you doing that no matter what? Or like, what if she like actually like a guy with a little hair? Uh, Cause some girls don't like the bald head. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's you're not going over there to entertain yourself. You know what I mean? So it's like, yo, if this is the person I'm dealing with right now, and this is what she like. Well, I feel like it comes down to what you're confident with. Like, if if some some guys that they're really their best version of themselves and they're confident with a bush <laughs> they gonna do that but some niggas be like yo i'm gonna really tap into this shit with this bald cat <laughs> you know <laughs> but really get some, but shave this shit down to the bone <laughs> and if that's what it, and if that's what makes them comfortable I mean, but see, here's my thing right like let's just say that the bush gave you all the confidence in the world but it turns her off like what? Like what kind of conf what? What good is your confidence there? We're not children. We know how to adjust. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. If you want her, exactly. if you want her, then it's like, what are you gonna do? And see, and that's what, and yeah. that's where I stand. Yeah. What are you gonna do? That's like, stand, it's like you know? no. It's like no. I like my bush, Charlotte. <laughs> I like my bush, Charlotte. You can't take away my goddamn bush. I like my Definitely goddamn bush. Also, making sure I got a fresh pair of drawers on. Oh yeah. Right. Whatever. If Some you whatever ones. you whatever you walking around the day with. Them ain't them. them do you ain't guys, can, I ask, can I ask you guys an honest question? Do you guys, um, do you guys continuously wear the same draws? Like after, like wash them, keep on just keeping draws and stuff. Do you guys actually keep your? Yeah, six I'm yeah. a six month guy. Okay, so I'm a three months guy. Oh, you're a three yeah. month guy. I'm a three months guy. I, I, I feel like if you can, I feel like as a guy, it would. It, it um, this is, uh, scientifically proven actually. Like, the way fresh pair of underwear actually makes a guy more confident. Like when he puts on a fresh okay. pair of underwear. I feel like that though. So okay. I feel like, I feel like that. I, so I, I always look to re, I'm always, always just you know what? getting rid of, getting rid of let underwear. Me, let me not say I'm a six months guy. I'm a, every time I learned this from an OG, every time you go on a vacation, you should buy a new set of drawers, a new set of t-shirts and socks whenever you go on vacation. So Absolutely. 
Yeah, you shouldn't bring you shouldn't bring your old shit. And I and I usually I usually leave I usually put my shit in the bag and I leave it. I I don't even take my my like underwear. I just leave it there. A Rolex during the middle of the week. Wait 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 wait. It's a it's an everyday watch. It's just a watch. It's just a watch. Classic time. You want it here? You can take it. It's a classic time. I have no attachment to this. Wow. I have no attachment. It's a classic time. Get another one tomorrow. Yo. Okay, so Straight do up. we have one more? Do we have one more? Do we have one more? So we got, make sure we shave, right? Make sure we shave and groom down there. We got change of drawers. Do we have one more? We got to the balls. I, I feel like, like fragrance got to be on. Yes, yes. Okay, that was it. That was it. Okay. Mm. I feel I'm, like fragrance got to be on. I'm going to put you guys, here. okay, I don't know if you guys oh, do this. Put us on. Put us on. But what you can do to help you, because if you have facial hair, even your regular hair, do you guys do this? Any hair product you have, serum. You put in your do-rag? No, you can put no. You can, you can if you want to. That's another idea. But anytime you have beard serum and stuff like that, spray a little parfum in your uh, in your products, and even in your skincare products. Put it on your face. Put it on your hair. It'll last two times longer because it'll actually stick to your hair follicles and stuff. Wow. You probably didn't know that, did yeah. you? That's a bar. That's yeah. a bar. Mm-hmm. I, I, That's why we got you on here. Yes. That's you know what Mr. Knight, it's nice and neat. Like this is for the guys out there trying to be guys, guys. So that's a very big thing that you can do for um if you're ever trying to like if you're going on a date or if you're ever like like if you're gonna be, if you know you're gonna be intimate with somebody, whatever beer products you guys use, spray a little not not mm-hmm. not um not um uh, fragrance, but not perfume like the oil oil based perfume, mm-hmm. not the uh what's what is it called uh, cologne? Don't do yeah. cologne. That's alcohol. Do anything that's a perfume, oil based, and put in your hair products. And even put it in your lotion a little bit. It'll stay. It'll it'll last wow. proper two times long. I, I, you guys probably never do that, huh? Wow, never heard of that. <laughs> I never do that. Yes, never heard of that. Try I never it. said that. You, do, do you have do you have Creed? Huh? Do you have do you have, do you have Creed? Do I? Yes. It's, spray a little two stress of Creed. Watch 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 what Candace will say when whenever you like. Why you smell so good all this day and all this damn time? Because it's, that's the reason why it, it'll never fail. Okay. I feel like you got. I feel like we're gonna okay. get a nice little hey, little sponsorship out of that maybe. <laughs> that's a bar, fellas. <laughs> nah, I ain't no, do that. Nah, I ain't I do never that. did that before. Yes. Nah, I ain't do that. Not yes, ever. It's a great. It's 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 the best thing ever. Nah. I, I, so I've been doing this for like five oh, years. Today, today, today years old. old. Hmm? Today years old. Today years old. I like oh, that. Right. Well, take it, take it, pass it along. Run okay. with it. Wow. It's, we need we need more dudes knowing about these little secrets because the women share their secrets. Okay. Facts. So we right. have as guys, I feel like we've always been like taught to giggers like, nah, man, you ain't gonna know who my barber is. Nah, bro, you ain't gonna know where I shop for my clothes. That's bullshit, man. If how are we gonna build a community if we don't invite people in? Okay. So I truly feel like it's important to share little gems and nuggets with each other that will help us become better men. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We got four. We got got shave the balls, Mm -hmm. (laughs) whatever it is, right? Oil care. We got the the oil, put the oil, put it in your beard, put it in your hair, Mm -hmm. put it in your skin, Mm -hmm. right? So the scent could last longer. We got oral. Yep. All right, and we got change of underwear, fresh yep. new pair of fresh drawers. underwear. All right, and that's fresh. how it is. It could right? even be, it could even be freaking fruit of the loom. Just make sure it's fresh. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You can always sense it. And them the rules. With that said, y'all, we're gonna conclude this week's halftime show and get to the rest of the show the only way we know how. That's with some positive energy, some positive vibrations, and a smile. Of course, man. Second half, let's get to it. In the first half, my brother Broderick, he's uh one thing I noticed about him. You're a man of faith. Yes, you're, sir. Ma- you're a man of faith. Faith is something that is really big in your life. It resonates real deep, you know. But um, I'm a man of faith as well. So, right? Faith, 
but more so vibrations. Okay. Mm-hmm. So within vibrations, vibes. right? Because whether, whether it's faith or vibrations, neither one of those pay the bills. Neither right? one of them. But what I do want to know <laughs> is when you were going through some of those times where you're transitioning, because the transition period is never a beautiful period. That's the period that people only like to really talk about post it. Mm-hmm. People don't really like to talk about while they're in it. When you were going through that transition period, what were some of the times where you're just like, yo, I don't think this modeling thing is for me? Oh, man. I would say every couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. Every couple of hours, I'd be like, why can I just fuck this shit? Every, every, all, more times than not, you know? <clears throat> but that's also the beauty of the beast because, again, what I said earlier, you know what you're coming into. I signed for the terms and agreements. I made a decision to say, hey, I'm going to live the best, my best version of my life. I'm going to do everything that I want to do off of somebody else saying, hey, you fit the bill for what we're trying to do, what we are marketing. We want to do that. That was in my early time. You know, now I work as a businessman. I'm smarter now. I got investments. I, mm-hmm. I got, you know, I've, I, I, I co-own a few businesses. You know, I help brands with marketing. You know what I'm saying? Like outside of the social media ads, just like on the wall. Like yeah. just, you start to make more, you, you start to become living a more softer life where you don't have to work so hard. Wow. So making that decision early on as a, as a young man, I was like, you know what? If this is what it's going to take for me to get to the point where I can live a soft life, I'm going to go for it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go at it wholeheartedly. So yes, faith had a lot to do with it. <laughs> but the realisticness, uh, the, re- the, the, uh, the reality of my life didn't really come down to opportunities or when, the, when somebody else would say yes or no to me. It really came down to, do I see myself past this and the answer was yes so everything that was coming in my modeling career i just knew okay well this is something that's just gonna happen but i don't i never i don't see myself being in this industry for the next 20 30 years yeah i'll be remembered for it people will reference mm-hmm. me but that's how we do that's why we do what we do that's why you're the michael jordans that's why you got the dukes the omars the jays yeah. you know what i'm saying the people are gonna reference you it's yeah. not so you to stay in it People, when Denzel Washington is long and gone, people are going to reference his movies. Yeah. When my, Michael Jordan, thank goodness, is still here, people are going to reference his moves. Kobe Bryant's along with us, but people still reference his game. It's all about the, Im- the imprint you leave on an industry. And I always wanted to leave a positive imp- imprint on this industry for future black male models to come. It's like, yo, you ain't got to be an asshole. You ain't got to walk around with like this or that. You can honestly develop a wonderful career and be so remembered just off being solid, good human being and having good vibes. And that's what, I, what I've always wanted my work to resonate. Mm. I just always wanted my work to feel like when somebody looks at my picture, like, damn, that's, that's something about that just makes me feel like I can be better or do something more. Yeah. And that's, that's what I embedded my career on, whether or not I was getting a job, whether or not I was getting paid. I just like to do photo shoots and make people feel good. Yeah. <laughs> and you said, you said something about, and I, you said something about soft life. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to live a softer life. I've yep. been having a lot of conversations with my girl lately about this. Have you guys heard about like soft life? Soft life on like social. It's media? becoming more normal, normalized, it, uh, uh, especially amongst black women. It's women, become yes. like it's become like a um, like a hashtag. It's become like a like another like hot girl summer type of wave movement. Yep. Yeah, soft life. You heard about it? I haven't. It's my first yeah, time hearing so, about it. So soft life. I don't want to get it. I don't want to speak for women and get it wrong. But I just you know, just based on speaking to Chanel, it's like this 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 like movement where like women want just like live a life of ease, right? And it's not that simple, but I think that's just is that right, Demi? 
That's it's like it's yeah. like a life of ease still like you know tra travel enjoy like their time and things like that so when you said it you know i kind of smiled because i've been actually arguing with her about it right oh man that's it's i'm sorry I don't, and you I said that you said that like you want to live the softer life yes yes i feel like i can't subscribe to a soft life because so, i i don't think that well what do you identify a soft life as a life of where i really don't have to um so do you really know Expe what I, I don't have to go like exert too much effort for the things I want. See, exactly. Right? And I feel like mm -hmm. I feel like as that's, a man, that's not right. Well, that's how you. That's yeah, how you no, 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 no. That's that's how that, was, that was that right? was a question. I just want to know what you. Yeah, that's what, how I interpret it. I, I just feel like I, just, I feel mm -hmm. like soft life is just saying like, yo, I really don't want to be having to get up at six in the morning to get to the gym. I really just wish like I really just want to get to the gym whenever I want. You know, I really want to just like work the hours I want. There's no discipline in soft right. life. I feel that's like that. Feel. There's, that's, that's how, how you like feel. That. There's a lack and, of discipline and, in and soft that's, life. And that's how I feel. And so I feel like me, maybe you, maybe men, as a, as a society, I feel like we don't have the luxury to subscribe to soft life because somebody got to like do the hard work, mm. right? Somebody got to subscribe to, okay, I just got to work you fucking hard and, and work for that soft life in the future. Two things could be true at one time. Correct. Right? So you can't work hard and live a soft life. Oh, that's a good question. Y you know what I mean? That's a good Two question. Two things could be true I, at one that's time. That's a good question because hard work is not soft. It's not. That's a good Go question. No. What is one thing we've grown up in that has taught us, taught us to always be hard? Sports. 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 <laughs> sports. Poverty. But sports. but even even but even sports there's even sports there's poverty. Because uh, a lot of a lot of guys made it came from being poverty. This no, there's sure. one way out. So already being within that mindset competitive. Okay, already just from the blood lineage, lineages of, of of black men having to always feel like, well damn, I have to always be on the move and get up and do something. Otherwise, I'm not adequate in my life. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we have to detrain ourselves to think because at the end of the day, we have already embedded so much richness and so much amazing things in our culture just by existing that we have already overexerted ourselves into thinking that we have to be on this hamster on a wheel. So with the soft life, what she's saying, it's more so just a tenderness of it because you've already done the work. You've already been you've, you've been on the field. You've worked on the side. You've gotten to the point where you can create and do your own things. None of that really came with ease. Mm -hmm. But sooner or later, things are going to just become more calm, where you don't have to keep going against the current. And you don't have to keep actually trying to make things happen because things are already going to happen. You just have to trust the process, mm. trust, trust, trust the vibes and trust, trust, trust your intuition and trust what universe and a God is already mapping out for you. Because at the end of the day, none of this stuff is, is it's, none of this stuff is quote unquote real. It's all like marketing. All of this is made up. Mm. It's all about what you put into it, honestly. Think about it. Commercials, all that shit. So when you get into the perspective of actually working and doing all this stuff, your definition of work has to kind of change. So that's what I mean when I say going into a soft life. Mm -hmm. I'm like, everything, every opportunity, like, see, I didn't try for the Sierra video. So it happened. Mm -hmm. Right place, right time. You just have to keep your energy yeah, in but a... you tried when you, to, to get to that spot. You and tried you, to get to D-squared. Yes. You, you know but what I mean? and, that's, and that's where the opportunity lies. The opportunity doesn't lie within you trying to get to the result. The, your opportunity lies within the process of just continuously mm -hmm. one step at a time. One step, just keep mm -hmm. going forward. Right. Regardless of what's going to hit. It's just, it's just a, it's a continuation. You wake up every day, right? Yeah. 
So what's the difference of you waking More up women. and going after after something? You already know your purpose. Mm-hmm. You already know what's something the, the thing that you want to do. Nothing else can get in the way of that besides your manifestation and your energy and wherever you want to put your focus on into making those things happen. Wow. So that's that's what the soft life is. But trusting and believing that you are good. Wow. So, so now, Duke, how do you feel about? I the feel a soft little life? bit. I feel a little. <laughs> hey, if, mm-hmm. if this is if this is soft life and this hard life, and I was over here and this is the middle, I'm kind of like right here. Now. That's great. Keep, right? And, and so you know I'm what? And closer to the middle. And just every broke it down. And every week, here's how you can fall more into that. Every single week, take four hours to literally putting your phone down getting away from anybody and just literally sitting alone. Just sit and just be. Okay. See, mm, go when ahead. I think of soft life, that's what I think about. So it's hard for me to believe that women are talking about that because I don't believe women have it in them to put their phones down for four hours. And that's a, you, with you their know, ideas. That's, that's, that's just, that's you know just, what I mean? Like, so that's I not something you women, have to do. That's, huh? just, that's just a women? practice. What women? What women? Most women. Most, right? most women. Oh, God, please. In this day and age, most, most we're, women, we're you know all I mean? wired to being this. Yeah. Imagine when you lose your phone, what happens? You lose your fucking shit. Hey, four hours You lose your phone, you lose everything. <laughs> like, like your, your, yeah. your, your job is gone. Your, your, your live, you but can't so, call an Uber. But, you can't but get like, food. People think that, though. That they've made reality, this thing our freaking, uh, they've made this thing more important than we are. Try to go home today without, without putting in Google Maps. Try it. But oh, in, yeah. reality, you know, in reality, you know how to get home, though. You've taken the route a hundred times, but you're you just, not. You, but you, you hop in the car and you just. You, you just but you're gonna second guess it. You're not gonna trust it all the way. Yeah, but I think <laughs> what I'm saying is like I feel like the idea of that soft life, right? Like you're saying, just told me like just just detach, easy going, right? Yeah. Easy going. But what I what I, what I what I hear I should say is I feel what I hear is more of a I want. To live a good life without doing anything without i don't want to say doing anything but but without exerting that effort to get, have that lifestyle but, yeah. but at dude. some point at some point the soft life for me yeah it's gonna come but dude but until that i have to earn that through hard work so to, to, to Danny, Duke, is it is it hard is, is it hard work if you enjoy it are you really like when i when yes, i go when yes, i go it is. it's when, still hard work if you enjoy it i believe okay. that yeah. I think I believe I, that I believe like restructuring your mind of what you see as work always will change that because whenever whenever I arrive on set I'm happy to be there whether regardless of the hours because we all know sometimes there's are going to things that things are going to be hard but what one of what one of my spiritual guides always taught me is to rethink the way you look at how you work and what you define it as. So are you saying, are you saying, dang, I got to go do this, do this job or I do this work? Or are you saying, hey, I'm going to enjoy this process or I'm going to enjoy seeing this, this thing get done. Like it's how you speak on it will always, will change, change how you go at it as well. Mm -hmm. These are just things that I learned because I'm the same way. I don't, I feel like useless if I'm not doing something with my time, because at the end of the day, you want to have some, something to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't have to look at it as like, oh, it's work or it's something that is being required of me to give myself and sacrifice myself. It's not Correct. a sacrifice or an exchange. Yeah, but I, when, when I said when you say I don't I don't feel useless because I don't I don't work just to stay busy. Of course you not. You feel me? I don't work hard just to say I'm busy and just say I'm doing something. I work hard. I work hard because I connect the end goal to the work I'm doing right now in the process. Mm-hmm. Right. That's Love why that. I work hard, and I feel like as a man, I don't get that end goal if I don't work hard. That's just the connection I have. That's a that's nothing valid. in that. Nothing in that 
conditions me to say, I want a soft life, right? Because I think that a soft life will equate to me not having that end goal, mm -hmm. whatever that is. What right? soft mean to you? The definition of soft. Soft life to me. Is just that soft. Night? Oh, Forget soft. soft life, just soft. Oh, like, soft, just soft means not hard. It's not, right? it's, that's it's, what, it's, it's, it's again, not hard. it's something that's it's been easy. ingrated. It's literally. It's easy. I, dude, you're saying everything that's so correct because it's all valid. I'm telling you, it's really because we've been ingraded from being in a sports society and environment and, and in our environments and the way the world is, is constructed. We are not wired to even think or utter what soft would even look like, feel like, seem like, because that's not how we've been built. Mm -hmm. So even coming into terms with, oh, yeah, I'm going to live a soft life does not make sense. It doesn't even make sense to me, but I'm trying to fall more into it because it's helping my mentality. And that's gotcha. when we get into the more mental. That's when you start to get the, the better mental health uh, yeah. aspects of these conversations, because you start, you start to realize how much better it is for you outside of trying to fight against not being soft. Yeah. Because you're not it's not, it has nothing to do with being soft. You know, I don't yeah. think there's nothing new under the sun. It's soft. Just a, uh, just a, a millennial synonym for easygoing. Could be. Yeah. It's all about how we perceive it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, it's like, just how we work. Like, oh, I just want an easygoing life. Yeah. yeah, yeah, soft living, easy going, easy going. That's that's soft literally living. what I said. When, Dude, when if I somebody heard it, gave like, you oh, six hundred thousand dollars a month tomorrow, starting tomorrow for the next twenty years, how would you feel? I take it, bro. And I take, it. I take <laughs> it. I told I told you this. Like, I, like it's not, it's not. I'm not saying that. Like, if you told me, like I told, I said, hey, do you think that I want to go to the gym and actually work out? <laughs> <laughs> do you think I want to go out and do? And and run a mile and do all these no and no I do this because I want abs but it's also <laughs> but it's also I do this stuff because I, I want to be fine and fit but it's also your brand though fine. when when we when we think of when we think of Duke yeah. and even his name Duke is like strong. it's strong, strong. it's strong. strong it's like if I if, if I see a motherfucker oh named Duke come into the building and yeah. he's and he's like and, and, and he he got he got a gun he got he got two different parents I'm like why did your parents do that to you you ain't yeah. even living up you fit your name yeah. so of course you're going to always be the <laughs> yeah. best version of yourself but it's not like we wake up and being like oh yeah I'm yeah. gonna go over here and strain my body wake up yeah. sore the next day for for yeah, shits and giggles, but it's, a, but it's a part of what already gets you gets you paid. It gets you where you are because you've already done that work. <laughs> yeah, I want to um, shift gears because I know we, we're running out of time here. Um, I definitely want to talk about some things that you got going on that you're doing now because to me you're like you're like a real like. Um, you're like a real model. Like you're like one of those guys. Like we we never know what you're working on, and then bow. Oh, thank you. Man. And then bow. You're like, oh damn, you're just dude. Like for instance, like. What I've seen you in recently is like on a Tommy Hilfiger ad, and like I don't know if you're the face of the campaign, but how I saw you, it looked like you were the face. You yeah. know, I saw you for Reebok. I know you got Reeboks on now. I don't know if you got to deal with them or not. You don't got to shout them out because if they're not paying you, I don't know what the deal is. But what, what I'm saying, things is looking good, and I kind of want to before we talk about like other things that you have in the works. I want to come back to something that we mentioned off camera. And you were talking about, uh, you know, cutting yourself, you mm -hmm. know, and, and learning how to, like, be, be your own barber living in Miami. My question is, are you using your are you using your own skills, your own hands for these type of campaigns, too? Or do you actually trust the hands of someone else when you're going into these serious jobs of yours? I one I haven't gone to a barber shop in. Eight years, eight, nine years. And I have cut, probably cut my hair on, on almost every set I've been on. So you, you I'm outside of this last one I did, acting. shout out to Chuka the barber. He, I did a, I did a really dope project I can't talk about yet. 
uh, just this Bam. past week. <laughs> that that will that it's, it's, a, it's a dope. It's really really a dope project. But out of out of barber, that was all set for that just because I didn't feel like I was coming off a flight. I didn't feel like having to cut my shit. But I cut my own hair on every set I I do, and the reason why that is is because I had a crazy experience in Miami where I lost a job because uh, my hair wasn't cut properly and I went to a barbershop they did some messed up stuff to it and I ended up losing the job it was for Calvin Klein and uh so I took that I was like damn okay I can't let this kind of stuff happen because I can't even afford a barber back I told you I was broke I was working as a janitor for Christ's sake so I had to learn how to fade my own hair Mm. had to learn how to cut it because that was the way the clients liked it so I just took initiative to learn how to cut my own hair and then eventually I started I was I was cutting hair when I was in high school just like lightly but actually like fading and like doing all the designs and stuff like that myself that's that was a whole different Mm skill set now but when what happens when you are handed something and you have to just make it work I couldn't Mm -hmm. afford a barber so I had to just I went to go get some clippers and I just started practicing staying staying on your appearance so Jelan and I were talking uh before set and um I heard that models actually do jawline exercises. I have never done one of those in my life. Do you guys know what that is? Oh, he's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I so, haven't. I haven't heard of this. So because like I've seen you without a beard, mm-hmm. shit chiseled. Thank you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the water and the celery Yo, juice. Keeps all the water I, weight out. I've seen you without a beard, chiseled. So I know you. I know you know. Mm-hmm. But I've seen. Um, like YouTube videos of models doing like, oh, those like little stuff things, like, like mewing, something called mewing. Yeah. Oh, okay. That kind of shit, bro. That shit fucks up your your tendons and your. Mm. And that, that I don't I don't even recommend that. Is that something that models do? <laughs> yes. They, yeah, yeah. 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 They used they. I used to have a roommate that used to always just sit and was like, like, like what the, were you eating something? It's like mm. he was always doing something. And it was just it was it was just weird, but it would honestly it deforms your face not in a way where you think it looks good. Mm. It'll actually infl- inflate these little muscles back here, yeah. and it'll make you look like your shit is like square. So mm. I don't know why they were doing that, but it, it never, it never. But that's that, that is, is very true. Okay, I've seen that. Thank, I've seen thank that. Thank you for that answer because <laughs> Duke was trying to tell me, yeah, Jalan, just do that. Just yeah. do that. No, he don't try, do he it. He tried to sell me the same thing. I don't ever do it. Nah. And you can do your bow. I'm sitting here thinking like, <laughs> we, got, we got Botox, we got all kind of stuff, and you want me it's to like, do bro, it. like, bro, there's doctors for this you shit, man. You ain't got to do all that. I saw a YouTube video. I said, hey, it's dude said, you got to pronounce you gotta pronounce the vowel. You go, I was like, I'm going to try that. You said there's doctors for those type of things. Honestly, like, bro, if, if it's that serious that they were trying to get a jawline, trust me, you could just, just don't yeah. do that to yourself. Just go to the doctor. They'll probably do some stuff. A lot of people do that. Mm. You know what I mean? So I, that's what I would recommend before fucking up your whole tendons and shit. Mm. If, if that's what you want. Botox, 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 Botox. Uh, yeah, so what, what else you got? What, can, can you talk about anything that you're working oh, on? Oh, man. Any, any exciting projects that you, that you could share with us? Um, well, B-Boy Blues, that was directed by Jesse Smollett, comes out on um, June 9th on BET+. Plus. Nice. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's a very dope project that I'm excited for people to see because of the storyline. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 a, it's a black LGBTQ love film that's 
centered around two black men just in love. And it's on off of uh, Earl Hardy's old book. So it's a very classic piece. It's the first adaptation of the movie. So uh, outside of everything else, I hope like you know, that message coming into like, you know, June where we have Pride Month and stuff. I hope that I hope people get to see that and actually be able to see and identify with that on screen because we have so many love stories with mm -hmm. different types of people besides black gay love. So being a part of that was cool. I play Raheem, his older brother. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have a dope project coming out that I cannot talk about just yet. But you guys will definitely see that. I play the lead opposite of a somebody really dope. Love, uh, really, she's making really big waves. Um, I'm currently still in the process of my movies and TV shows. That acting industry is different. Yes, <laughs> so is. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in so many great conversations for those. And something really big I feel like is going to come soon. Nice. But uh, other than that, man, I'm just really focused. I'm grinding. I'm working on more of uh, I'm bringing back like my YouTube stuff with, yep. with grooming and yep. barbering yep. and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for those and uh, just creating stuff for myself at, at the same time yeah, so yeah. campaigns there's there's campaigns coming out too i think I've, i have one coming out for ralph lauren and uh i'm shooting a fragrance campaign later on this summer uh, i can't say just yet yeah. but that's my next project that's fire, too, yeah. Yeah, are you man. able to uh give us two or three maybe skincare products that you recommend yes that a lot that guys can use to help this yes I need to ask, I, you know what? That's why I should have brought you out since we were talking about man grooming. One of the dopest skincare products that is out right now is uh, skincare uh, by Fatima. Care, uh, uh, Care by Fatima Shea Butter. Okay. 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 Uh, it's a, the dopest shea butter you'll ever have in your okay. fucking life. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it one time in case y'all can't put it. It's the dopest shea butter you will ever have in your life. Care by Fatima. And there's also this uh, product called Skin by Fenya. My esthetician in Glendale. She makes this really dope product, Guidance to Glow. They have this phyto this phyto serum that's really good. Also this copper complex that okay. gets away implement. Uh, Pigment, imp, imp, uh, hyperpigmentation, all kinds of stuff, bro. Mm -hmm. So those are my main two. And okay. then I also really like, um, what is it called? I'm thinking on top of my head. Youth to the People. Mm. Youth to the yep, People yep. has great, great products. So those three. Oh, Youth to the People. Is that like a clearer, it's like a clearer glass bottle? Yeah, they come with, the, all, a lot yeah, of their yeah. products are very glass. Yep, yep. Dope products. By any chance, is your esthetician's name Christy? No, Fenya. Okay. Fenya. Okay. Because I see Christy and Glendale, too. Okay. Mm. And then... Um, I'll hook you guys up with Fenya. She, then, she will change your life. Okay. okay. I'm telling Christy you. Christy's been changing mine, though. Okay. Like, I'm, sure she, I'm sure she does. She's black. But black. Black. She black. No, she's, she's, uh, she's like Hispanic, I think. Uh, uh, Christy but is, is, I'm is, telling uh, you. Trinidad. Okay. She's she known okay. this stuff for like 20 years. Okay. Shout out to the Trinity. And so, before mm -hmm. we get out of here... But I am, for, I am for black estheticians. Put me on to anybody. Okay. Black estheticians. I'm here Before we get out of here, Uh all right, I want you to give us a word... Mm. What is something that, what's some advice that you would give a young black model or actor, someone that's coming up that's inspiring to be um, either one of those things, whatever it may be? Mm. One piece of advice. I never know how to answer this because so many pieces of advice. Right. Um, advice I would give to young black models or black actors coming up right now. Yep. I would tell them the better thing that you can do outside of searching for agents or representation or management is finding your niche and what makes you likable and, profit and, and profitable and pushing that yourself before trying to seek agents. Mm. So I would tell people to promote the best version of themselves via social media 
and get those eyes, get people to know them, and then go that route. Because right now what's happening is agents and managers do not know what to do with talent. Talent knows what to do with talent. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these agents and stuff, they don't really, they just, they're sticking to the old, old ways they had 20 years ago. Oh, submit, 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 see if they like them. You are your best advertiser. Okay. You can, adver- you, you can, you know yourself better than anybody. So I would say focus on yourself, focus on what you like to do and um, build off of that. And then let people see, let, 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 let people fill in their slot on Love. themselves. Don't go searching for it. Love. So that's what I would say. Fellas, you got anything? I'm good. Good, bro. No, man. Thank, thank you very much. And, nah, thank uh, y'all. I didn't realize until we was on this episode, we was talking about powerful names. Broderick. What about oh, thank you, man. man. Well, like, is this a first generation name? Where is I'm this the second. From? Okay. Broderick Hunter Jr. Okay. okay. I named that to my dad. I didn't, I didn't pick that. No, that's wow. strong. That's thank strong. you. No, nah, thank strong. you guys, man. And honestly, guys, like, congratulations and love to you guys. Like, as I said, like, this is such i've been wanting to come and just talk yeah. with y'all because i respect you guys as men and y'all's mindsets but also the way you guys are as a you guys are as a society how you guys move out in public and in person it's no different than what yeah. i see like when i'm talking to you like this yep. you guys are the same dope people in public as well so it's an absolute honor to know y'all and Thank to you, be bro. here like congratulations on y'all doing this, man. I'm so happy to be here and happy nah, to be a part of this. Nah, man. Thank, thank you, bro. Thank you for blessing us with the with the episode, man. We honor you as well. Um, it's a privilege to have people like you on the show and you're just a dope individual. And thank you. Nah, uh, we man. got a lot of love, a lot of gratitude. Love, you know, bros. Yeah, bro. Um, make sure you guys that are listening and watching right now um, tap in with us. Uh, follow Nice and Need the podcast on all streaming platforms, all social platforms. Uh, follow myself on Instagram. Follow um, Omar and Jalan, and also Broderick. You want to tell me your Instagram name right now? Oh, it's such a hard one. It's at Broderick Hunter. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> we'll put, that shit is tough. Yeah, we'll put it. We'll put it in. A, uh, we'll as as long as Google doesn't say it's Oslo Broderick Hunter, yeah. <laughs> we're good. You might find it. But as long as not, there's no f ups on that end, I think we solid. <laughs> yeah, man. Also follow us on TikTok, man. Um, once again, much love, much gratitude. Until next time, I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. And I'm Broderick. And this is another episode of Nice and Neat. And that's that. Hey. I'll be the one to take the risk to go and get them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting old and I don't got no time. Gotta keep a couple for the road to rest get left behind. Yeah. To the hunters, cause Most of us have clothes that we've loved for years. Maybe even decades. But it's harder than ever to find clothes that will stand the test of time. If you're looking for more pieces designed to last, you can't go wrong with American Giant. From hoodies and t-shirts to denim and more, they've got everything you need to build a wardrobe that you'll be proud of for years to come. All American Giant clothing is created with a commitment to doing things better. From the materials they use down to the last stitch in every piece. And everything is made right here in America in partnership with people and communities because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll appreciate as soon as you receive your order. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop wardrobe essentials that last a lifetime at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code LT23 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code LT23. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. 
That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.